Welcome to the third episode. If you are a repeat, thank you very much for uh, keep listening and uh, following the show. Uh, if you are new, you're welcome. Uh, I hope that you will find something that is uh, educational and interesting for you as well. So uh, we have to recap what we left on last time. And uh, last time we left on talking about gingivitis and we and the health. And there is two new things. You have healthy periodontium or healthy mouth, or healthy gingiva. And you have also gingivitis. So the number, the magical number for uh, health is the three millimeter pockets. And that's why we left on talking about pocketing and doing a really good thorough chart. And the more we're going to get in depth, we're going to hear and uh, get to see how important it is to do a charting and how uh, there's a lot of emphasis on it. Uh, so for a patient, health is extremely important that uh, the care provider, the health care provider, either it is a dentist or a uh, hygienist or a periodontist, uh, track and chart the patient's mouth because this is how it's going to be the roadmap for the life and they can compare at a different point in life. So uh, gingivitis, it's uh, when we have uh, bleeding upon probing exceeding 10% of the sites, uh, meaning when we put the probe and we take it out and we see the, the bleeding uh, for uh, just to give you a refresh on it. And uh, if it is uh, over 10% and we are still within the 3 millimeter parameter, this is a gingivitis. Now, if 30% uh, uh, of the mouth and above have the those uh, uh, bleeding points, then we have a generalized gingivitis. So we have uh, talked in length last time about it, and uh, we talked about how it is reversible. So now let's dive in into the periodontitis. <clears throat> and uh, when we talk about periodontitis, we're going to notice that it is more and more important the importance of radiographs. So not only the charting, it is the evaluation of the amount of bone loss. And if we have bone loss, uh, what kind of bone loss we have? We have it horizontal or we have it vertical in certain sites. Just to explain to the patients what does it mean, vertical meaning the bone loss, it's not straight line, but rather in certain area with a curve to it a curve to it in a vertical uh, uh, direction. So, uh, and then we look at the furcations, which is the bone loss between the roots of the molars. So we get to see that we are getting more and more uh, detailed in the, uh, into the charting. So uh, the most important thing, it is the determine, determining the uh, clinical attachment loss. And this is a, the recession uh, of the gingiva uh, on the teeth. And thus this attachment loss, it is considered uh, mainly for periodontitis on the side of the teeth, not on the front of it. Because on the front of it can be a gingival recession a gum recession, uh, but when you have it on the side of the teeth, and for our terminology is interproximal, then you have a, uh, a you are indicative that compare with the bone and see if you have a periodontitis. Now, it's not only one side, you have to have two sides next to each other. 
to qualify and start talking about it. So that's why the charting is important, knowing how to uh, record the the loss of the attachment is extremely important in our organization. We spend uh, quite a bit of training for our uh, uh, hygienists and uh, providers to uh, get them to know how it is to probe and how does it to record the recessions or the loss of attachment and so on and so forth. So. This is a very important point, and the number is very important because you have one to two millimeter, three to four, over or equal to five. So these are the cutting numbers that we look for, and we will dive more into it. And then we look at the amount of bone loss. So that's why we talked last time that we need to have an X-ray because the X-ray will show us amount of damage that we have. So we look at the neck of the tooth. We said uh, it is the CEJ, the cemento enamel junction. And then from there, we look at the bone. And if it is within the two millimeter, this is a health and normal. So we look at all of these. We look at the shape of the uh, bone loss, as I mentioned before. And if it is less than 30% of the teeth or more than 30% of the teeth, because that's the determinant if it is generalized or localized. And also, we look at if it is mainly specific to molar and incisor. And that's very important. If it used to be called back in the day uh, juvenile periodontitis is when the patients have it in early age and then it progresses. So that's important. We will see why. So when we look at periodontitis today, uh, there is two things that we look for. So we look at... Uh, uh, the stage. The stage is it. It is stage one, stage two, stage three, and stage four. It's very important because this is will tell you how severe is the disease at this point, and that is why it is so important to uh, to understand uh, and uh, the details of the periodontitis. So, the staging. It's like God forbid you have cancer. It tells you you have it stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four, and you know. If you have uh, cancer stage four, you know that it is a terminal. Uh, and the same thing with the dentition. If you have uh, four, meaning complete bone loss, teeth are, uh, the bite is collapsed, everything is deteriorated to a point that is uh, no return. And that's when you look into the full reconstruction. So that's how we look at, uh, at the new terminology and brought something extremely important. So it's a, a staging. And then we look at the grading. Grading it's A, B, and C. And the grading, it is in interesting because it tells you how you're going to progress in time or give you a kind of a prediction on it. So if you have a young patient that had uh, bone loss uh, severe or at least early, so we know that we're going to get them in grade C. And there is a formula. They, they, they put a percentage of bone loss over age. But nevertheless, you can tell immediately that is what we used to call them, the juvenile, aggressive, and stuff like that. So we know that they're going to lose uh, or they're not going to be in good shape because this kind of a, a the periodontal disease that is hit, those category, it doesn't uh, heal well in the long run. And the chances that they will lose their teeth uh, when they get in their 50s is pretty high. Uh, and then there is also the maintenance, and we will get to that uh, later on. So 
grade A and grade B and grade C, there's also another determinant, which are the risk factors. So we talked about the importance of systemic health and uh, the disease itself, uh, the periodontal disease, but also we have risk factors that interfere with periodontal disease. For instance, a smoker <coughs> is different than non-smoker. So if you are a smoker with 10 cigarettes and above uh, per day, uh, then you go up to grade C. So if you are less than 10 cigarettes, so you're still in grade B. The diabetes, if you, have, if you are diabetic and the A1C, the, if you are a diabetic and you know exactly what it means, the A1C, it is the average of the three months of your glucose. And uh, if you are less than 7%, you fall in grade B. If you are above 7% in grade C. Basically, grade C, the more you don't take care of yourself, the more the destruction is going to be increasing with time of your bone around your teeth. The more you take care of yourself or you are controlled, then you will be uh, better to maintain in the long run. See, we go back to the word maintenance. So there is two things in periodontal disease you have in the treatment. You have an active treatment and there is the maintenance treatment. It's like you buy the most expensive car. I always love to give that example, but it's true. You buy the most expensive car. I don't care what it is. Uh, you don't maintain it. It's going to break on you. And the same thing. You, you do a very expensive and extensive treatment, uh, either with or without implants, and you don't maintain them, then it's going to break down on you. It's the same thing. You know, doing home care alone is not going to be able to solve the problem or contain the periodontal disease. Because if you remember in the first session, in the first episode, we talked about the curability of the disease. And we said that the periodontal disease is not curable. It is containable, but it's not curable. So this is a very important to remember. So if we became a patient with a periodontal disease, then we know that it is a journey in life. So we have to work on it uh, all the time. And determining if we have periodontitis is extremely important. So that's why all of this data that we collect, so when I have a patient that comes to me uh, for consultation, it doesn't matter if it is in, for implant or for one uh, procedure, I do a full charting. No, because by by law I'm, uh, and ethically, uh, I'm uh, I am I I owe this patient to do this. So it's it's a lengthy it's a lengthy visit. So we we have to talk, we have to meet, uh, we have to get to know the patient, and patient has to get to know us. But at the same time, I have to do this extensive charting, because if this patient has never had the opportunity to be checked by a periodontist by a periodontist, he, would, he or she would never know if they have a periodontal disease. Or if they do, then you have to bring it to the attention of the dentist that referred them. Uh, if not, tell the patient. And action needs to be taken. And so that's why the charting is extremely important. The radiographs are extremely important. Do not be fooled by what you read online and these health gurus that they talk about radiation. This is so, I'm sorry to say the word is so stupid and so criminal in the vis-a-vis uh, -vis the patients because if you don't take radiographs, you will never know how much bone loss you have. And you cannot 
let the dentist do their job in determining what are the damages taken. And that's why it is so ex important. Now, yes, legally, we can make your uh, sign a paper and uh, so on and so forth that you refuse to take x-rays. But what is the real help that we gave you? And that's why I insist on repeating the same thing, uh, my dear listeners, that do not be afraid of taking radiographs. We are not saying take radiographs every day, when every time you come. No, there is a norms that we follow. The full set of x-rays, it's between two and three years. The bite wings are very, in, very important, but there's two kinds of bite wings. And that's why I urge also, if we have listeners that they are dentists, to help us with this, because when you come or the patient comes to you and you are doing the, the, the checkups, you take uh, uh, bite wings, but you take them horizontal, meaning only focused on the teeth. And that will deprive us from a very important information, which is the bone level, which we call it the crystal bone level, which is the determinant if we have a bone loss or not. So that's why it is important, my dear uh, listeners, it's either you are a dentist, so please take vertical bite wings, you, the patient, do not resist getting x-rays. If you resist taking x-rays, then you are not doing yourself any favor, nor your dentist. You are impeding the job of the dentist to be able to tell you with all certainty you have a healthy mouth. And, and, and the diseases in the mouth are not only periodontal disease. There we have cavities. We can catch them early, and then we can treat them, and then we can stop the disease from progressing. Uh, the x-rays gives us a whole pattern about the behavior of a dentist, of a patient, because this is how we can see the amount of damage that we have. Or we have no damage, you know, we have a healthy mouth. That's great. Everybody will be happy to have that. So these are important facts that we need to have. And uh, when you, as a patient, and you have been diagnosed uh, with periodontal disease. I hope you don't, but it is a high percentage of the population. You know, it's within the 30% of the population. And then they say geographically in certain areas it's more than the others. Uh, again, it is existent. Uh, it's undetermined, and that's the biggest mistake. Uh, a lot of patients go with life without knowing that they have periodontal disease. And periodontal disease is also uh, very containable uh, by uh, the treatment. And now we come to what kind of a treatment we're going to do, and that's why it is important to determine the diagnosis. So you go to a physician, and the physician tells you, look, you have a little bit of cholesterol. Why? Because they took a metric which is the cholesterol, obviously, and then they tell you you have only over 224, and then uh, you need to take a medication, which is a statin. A lot of people are taking it, for instance. So I'm just giving you an example. So if you come to a periodontist, and I'm going to repeat the same thing, that every patient over the age of 30 should be seen by a periodontist. It's for their own advantage. And if you go to a uh, or your dentist uh, check you out and say, you know what, you have periodontitis, you have a periodontal disease, and you have a stage one periodontal disease. So stage one and stage two are the mild and the moderate. So we have a bone loss that is horizontal mainly, 
And we have pocketing that range between or equal to four or equal to uh, five. And we have attachment loss into proximal one to two and three to four. So stage one, one to two, stage two, three to four. And you have bone loss less than 15% that's stage one between 15 and 33%. We go back to importance of getting a radiograph. And then you have a probing, as I said, and you have horizontal bone loss. So the treatment of these two is definitely uh, initial uh, stage, which is a uh, scaling and root planning. And by doing scaling and root planning, and then you wait uh, four to six weeks uh, to assess and see if the numbers have changed. If you went from four to three, and in pocketing and from five to three and then you go back to health and then we look at the amount of um, uh, bleeding uh, if you are having an inflammation or not so you're doing good oral hygiene and then secondly uh, we stage you and then we will put the grade so the grade it is mainly the majority of the population it's grade b uh, the majority uh, it can be grade a so A and B are very favorable in the long run. C is very uh, difficult to control in the long run. So these are the important things, and that's why the uh, diagnosis is important, because the diagnosis will lead to the treatment. And we will continue more about the treatment, and that's why I said I'm going to keep my uh, show very short and concise. This way I don't uh, lose your attention or overwhelm you. So we are at the 17 minutes, uh, as I promised always. Uh, so I'm going to keep my word, and I'm going to cut it short. And then uh, next week I will continue with you in the treatment uh, of periodontal disease based on a accurate diagnosis. With that, uh, my dear listeners, thank you so much for uh, coming onto the show and to listen and to trust me with your uh, oral health. Goodbye until next week. Bye-bye.